Hello. Hi. Uh, welcome to the show. How about you folks introduce yourself? My name is Carrie Nee. And I'm Robert Nee. Great. And now you, you folks did a game called, uh, yeah, can you talk about the game that you folks did? So our game is called Bubble Ball. So it's a physics puzzle game where you have to get the bubble from point A to point B. And yeah. so you have like pieces and power-ups you can place to help it get there. And uh, what's interesting about uh, the team is that it's, it's a mom and son team. So can you talk more about that and um, yeah, how that worked out? Yeah. Well, um, my son is really into computers. He's always been really good with them. He like helps people fix their computers or helps them with software issues. And he shows me how to do shortcut keys and things like that. And so uh, I think learning how to program on a computer was a natural development for him. And one of our, one of his friend's parents who knew that he was really good with computers suggested to him, hey, why don't you make an iPod game? And so that gave him the idea to get to get started. And then I'm kind of a support person for him. Um, I do things like, you know, read the Apple developer's license and pay the fee and, you know, kind of be the grown-up who does the adult stuff for it. But he's the real genius and he's the programmer behind <laughs> and, this. And how old is your son then? He's 14. I'll let you talk to him here. Sure. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, so you, you know, you heard the suggestion on making a game for the iPod Touch. What, what types of games did you play, uh, you know, before you started development uh, for, for iPods and Androids? Um, I liked Wii games like Mario Kart, sports and stuff. And then I also liked iPod Touch games and Flash games and stuff. And what... um. You know, what iPod games did you play uh, before you decided to make your own game? Um, I liked, like, platform games and, like, I like Angry Birds and Doodle Jump. And, um, you know, in, in your school, though, do a lot of people play iPod Touch games? What is that? Is that pretty popular? Um, I'd say, yeah. yeah. Okay. A lot of kids have iPod Touches that they so is play that games on during their spare time. Is that even is that even more popular now than than online flash games and Wii games and all that other stuff? Um, I don't know. Okay. Um, so you decide to make this um this iPod Touch game. Um, you know, did when you when you heard that suggestion of hey, make a game, did you think of just focusing on iPod Touch, or were you also thinking maybe I should just do it for the web, or for Wii or something else that you're also used to? Um, I don't know. I probably just thought of doing it for iPod Touch. Okay. And so what was the first step then to, to actually get started to, to develop for the iPod Touch? I think I went and checked out a book from the library about developing for iOS. And but most of those books are about C and C++, and, and it seems kind of a little overwhelming. So how did you deal with that? Um, I tried learning Objective-C, which is <laughs> the native iOS one. So I tried doing that for a couple weeks, and then I didn't really like it. The learning curve was too steep. Yeah. So so, so then, uh, okay, well, that's awesome. So it was too steep, then what did you decide to do? Like, why? what, what was it that actually got you to keep going? Because I think a lot of people, 
um, they would have just tried to read the the book and just said, "This is just take, takes too much time." So, so what kept you going? So I didn't really do anything with it for a while, and then I found Game Solid, which is basically you can make your own games by dragging, and dropping stuff. Okay, and and how did you hear about Game Salad? Um, I was actually, I don't remember how I found out about it. Um, and how did you like, so when you actually started playing with it, how did it, how fast were you able to make a game? Um, took me a little bit to get used to it. Then I thought, this is pretty cool. Yeah. But there are some things I didn't like about it. And were you able to complete a game in Game Salad? Or was that just a stepping stone for whatever? Um, I actually didn't complete a game in there. I started a couple, but... And, well, after that point, what did you, what did you think? Like, were you getting more excited about uh, developing for iPod Touch? Or, yeah, what were your thoughts at that point? I thought, wow, maybe I can actually do this and make an iPhone game. And so eventually I found Corona, and then I really liked it, and so I stuck with it. How did you, well, how did you find Corona? <laughs> um, like, people on the Game Solved forums, they would say, Corona has all these cool features, and like, hmm, I wonder what that is. So I went and investigated it, and so there were a lot of things I liked about it. Um, and how long ago was that? Like, when did you um, get into Corona? Probably early November. Okay, and so you get into Corona. You, what are your thoughts at that point? Are you so you experiment with Corona? You like it. What, what was the next step? Like, what were you thinking? Were you thinking about, hey, I should just now make a game in Corona? Or did you have a game idea in mind? Or how did that work? Um, so I spent like a week or so learning Corona and Lua and stuff. And then after that, I got my game idea for Bubble Ball and then started on it. Uh, yeah, how'd you come up with the idea for Bubble Ball? Well, um, I played a game on the iPad with similar ideas, so I took what I like from that and other things and yeah and can for the audience out there can you explain the gameplay or the game behind bubble ball like what what's it exactly about um I'm, I want to talk about it for a minute yeah, sure. um, the thing that I like about bubble ball is the it's something that you can solve yourself yeah. and so you're presented with a puzzle you have to get the ball from one place to the goal and there are some pieces that are already in place and then there are some pieces that you get to use and so you get to take those pieces and put them in certain ways so that you can get the ball to the goal and so the fun thing is that you can sit there and play around it and and the physics rules that are happening there are just yeah. entertaining to watch so you hit start and then the the ball rolls and you see if it end up where you want and then you can just like make minor adjustments to it or try something new but um i like to play this kind of game and so i was really excited when he picked this one because it's something where you know you you can solve it yourself and you really feel a sense of accomplishment yeah do you well do you play a lot of ipod touch games or um do you play a lot of online or wii games or anything like that um well i don't have too much time for game i have sure i have played a few Wii games like we like the the Wii sports games like bowling and and ping pong that kind of thing yeah. um, but I have played a few games on the 
on the iPod. And so I have played games similar to this where you solve things. And actually, my favorite one is is a word game, which has nothing to do with this one. <laughs> but, oh, okay. Um, but what's it called? A bookworm or something. That's That's my <laughs> absolute favorite. But... I do like games like this, and so when I do have a few spare minutes, I like to, to play games like that. Yeah. Um, or you solve a puzzle. So what were, well, when, you, um, when your son started first getting into iPod Touch development, um, I guess, were you, like, when did you realize that this game was going to actually be made? Like, so I think your son mentioned that, you know, he kind of got into it. He read a book. Um, it was kind of a little too hard. Then he kind of picked up Game Salad. And then he found out about Corona. And, you know, Corona has an awesome physics engine. I mean, that's one thing that I've seen that's really awesome. Um, but, you know, when did you come to the point where you're like, wow, this is going to actually happen? Yeah, well, I, I didn't know that he would actually finish a game and, and send it in. <laughs> but I saw him working on it. So whenever yeah. he had a spare moment, well, actually, he's, he spent hours and hours on this. So he'd get the, the laptop out and and he's just working on it every spare minute he has. I mean, he doesn't. He always does his schoolwork and he practices music and he gets his other things done. But when he has free time, he's on the computer and he's doing the programming. And so, you know, I can look on the screen and I can see, you know, I don't program myself, but I know what it looks like now. And he works <laughs> really hard on it. And then he just kept working. And so it was like a few days before Christmas. He's like, hey, mom, I've got this all ready to send in. Let's go send it in. And I was like, wow really and so he sent it into the the apple app store and and then then we waited because they were they were on vacation <laughs> so um when when was the first time you played the completed game or even got a sense of the gameplay behind the game well of course we've been testing it we have um ipod touch and we also have an ipad and and then of course there's a simulator on the computer and so you know, I've actually tried playing the different levels on there and, and done a lot of testing. And, and of course, Robert tested a lot, too. So we, we could see how it was going to work before he actually sent it in. Yeah. When, well, how was the testing working um, between you two? Was it just a daily kind of testing or was it like, how did that work? Like, how did and what kind of feedback were you giving to the game and stuff like that? Um, well, one thing I noticed that it's kind of hard for me to, to pick up some of the pieces. I think it's because I have grown up fingers. His fingers are smaller than mine. And so I'd tell him, you know, Hey, those pieces are kind of hard to pick up, but on the iPad, I didn't have any trouble. And we're actually not sure how to fix that right now, how to make the pieces easier to pick up. Some of the really thin boards is what I'm talking about. Um, but I would give him feedback like that because he had no trouble picking up the pieces himself. And, but we also had a lot of other interaction, like, um, I was talking to him about, you know, maybe having some sort of reward sound when they complete a level and he plays a trumpet among other things. And I said, well, Hey, why don't you make some sort of a trumpet fanfare sound? And so he got on the Mac, we have GarageBand software on there and he got some notes together. And so he made that wonderful fanfare that you hear at the end of it. So that's, and I just wanted to tell you how it works to um, like put the levels together. Since I don't program myself, I would like um, draw out the levels on a piece of paper, 
you know, so I'm just writing on paper. And then he would take the idea and he would do the programming and he would make it real and he would make it show up, you know, on the iPod. And, and that was what was absolutely fabulous to me that he could take something that was written on a piece of paper and turn it into the actual game that you could play. And so, you know, he'd give me basic things to work with. He says, okay, now these are the pieces that I have. You know, we've got a right triangle that's wood and we have metal pieces and we have the, the things that change gravity and so forth. And, and he'd tell me, okay, now this is what's easy for me to make. This is what's hard for me to make. And so can you kind of work around that? And so we would, you know, just kind of work together on the levels to come up with it. And, um, how did you, yeah, like, so were you discussing this then every day or, or how did that work? Like, um, well, he's, we, I probably didn't discuss things every day, but I think he probably has been working on the game probably at least five days a week. So I think his efforts are pretty much continuous. So he's just, he's just so interested in it. And, um, you know, while you're playing the game, how did you deal with the artwork? Um, was that something that you tried to find other artists to, to make artwork for the game? Or did you need any artwork for the game? Or how did that work? Um, well, the game had a budget of $0. So I just <laughs> sure. took my hand at doing art and did all the artwork myself. So, um, Awesome. <laughs> and um, what were some of the other challenges that happened while you were developing the game? Like, were there any surprises or anything else that you had to um, deal with to, to actually get the game done? Um, well, having to do all the graphics at twice the resolution for the high-res iPhone 4 screen, that was kind of annoying at times. But. Um, yeah, so, so how does that work? So you had to make a separate graphics set for the high-res high screen, or could you just use the same graphics throughout? So you just have the two files, and one is the normal resolution, then one's twice the resolution, and then Corona. It has a function where you can just specify one image, and it'll automatically put in either image for which screen it's on. Yeah. Um, and were there any other challenges besides that that you had to address while you're developing the game? Um, laying out the levels would kind of get annoying, because you'd have to estimate the coordinates like where they were on the screen and how wide and tall each object was. And <clears throat> while you were developing this game, uh, did you show it to your friends? Did you have other people outside of the immediate family actually test it out? I probably had a one or two, yeah. And what was their response? Like, <laughs> like how did they feel that? And what did they say when they saw like, hey, this is someone that I know is actually making a game for iPad and iPod and Android and stuff like that. Yeah, they thought it was pretty cool. And they're like, did you really seriously make this? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and so they thought it was pretty cool. And was that was that motivating or was that um, did that even help in terms of speeding up development or or how did that feel? Yeah, it probably helped speed up some like, well, people are actually going to like this. And so give yeah, me some motivation. You know, that's a good point. So the people that you did show it to, did they, did they enjoy the game? Like, what was the response? Yeah, they thought it was pretty fun. And... Um, well, that's good, because it's not always easy to make a fun game. So, um, okay, so you make this game, and you submit it to Apple, 
and they were on vacation. So what happens next? So it took like a week to get approved and yeah. to get into the app store. And once it's once it was on the app store, what what happened? And you know, did you decide to just release it for free? Did you decide to charge anything for the app or put ads in or um, since it was my first game, I just decided I'd put it out for free and see what the reaction is. So there aren't any ads or okay. anything. And were there any issues with convincing uh, your mom to pay for the... Because you have to pay for a Corona license to release it, right? Or is that... Yeah. Um, or is, is there an educational license or a student license? Or did you have to actually purchase a full license? Um, I think they do have an educational license, but we just got the standard one. Okay, and uh, because I've I've talked to some other people who who develop games for various platforms, and that's something that holds them back. So, was that something that was a concern? Like, hey, you know, you've made a game, you can actually test it on your own system. Why even release it to the Apple Store? Like, what was the motivation for that? Well, I just wanted to, like, have the satisfaction. Hey, that's my app on the App Store, and. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so it's on the App Store. What did you t- did you tell your friends about it, or was that during winter break, and so um, you didn't get to s- see your friends or whatever? Well, I emailed a bunch of my friends. It was over winter break, and then told family, and yeah. And and what was the response like? Um, a bunch of people left good reviews on the first day, and people liked it. I think. And um, were there any other surprises once you released the game? Like, what? how did it go? Like, It got a ton more downloads than I thought it would. Yeah, how many downloads has it uh, gotten so far? So it's been on the App Store for like two weeks right now. Yeah. And so far it's gotten a million and 26,000 <laughs> downloads. That is awesome. That's, that's really awesome. I mean, congratulations. So, um, you know... To the mom, how, how did you feel about your son um, <laughs> getting, I mean, there are a lot of professional developers who try their hardest and, you know, they've done game after game and that's nowhere even close to a million downloads. Oh, is that right? I don't know. It's just been so fun for us and we'll yeah. like, every morning we go check and see how many more downloads and then he adds them up on his calculator to to get the the total so <laughs> i personally have just been astonished but i've been so happy for him because yeah. this is something that he really wanted to do and you know he wants to share this free game with people and and let them have a good time with it and and i think he's he's really succeeded yeah um you know so then what's are you getting emails? Like, like how is that working? Like, are, are the people who play the game, are they able to email you, um, give you feedback? And are you improving the app? Because I know one thing that a lot of, or some developers do is they'll, once they get the initial release out, they'll actually release a daily, not a daily, but a weekly or a monthly update, maybe with more puzzle levels and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, we're planning on releasing an update later this month with more levels and stuff. Yeah. How and many, in the... Yeah, go ahead. And in the app, there's a contact us button um, that goes to a form I set up. And so we've gotten a bunch of comments through that. Yeah. And what's what have been the comments? like? Uh, most of them say fun game 
and they're asking for more levels, most of them. So, how many levels did you have in the initial version? Like, uh, twenty-one. Okay, and what's in the next release? How many more levels are you going to add to it? Um, probably ten or fifteen. Well, shouldn't you add like fifty more or something? <laughs> like, it seems. <laughs> well, it just seems like twenty level. Well, how long does a level take to finish? Um, I don't know. Okay. Half an hour, maybe. Oh, well. Well, we've got, my husband has started making levels too, so this should <laughs> speed things up for us. Great. Um, you know, and are, are people, I guess, around you, are they helping out in some way? Like, what's, what's the consensus or what's the feeling now amongst the other kids and families who kind of, you know, they, they play iPod touch games and now they know someone who's actually developed an iPod Touch game, uh, a kid who's done it. Are they, are they kind of trying to figure out how their kids can make their own game? Or what's, how has this motivated them? Well, I think, I think it's going to be fun for him. I know his older and brother's sister are really excited about it and really happy for him that this is, this is working out for him. And yeah, I hope that other parents realize, you know, that if their kid is interested in this, that this is something that, that you can actually do. And it's yeah. just been wonderful for, I mean, I've been so excited for him because this is something that he loves working on the computer. And so for this to actually work for him, it's just been wonderful to watch. Are you, are you folks going to put up like a, like a community forum or build a community website around the game? Um, maybe. I'm not um, sure yet. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the next phase of this. You're going to upgrade the levels. Are you going to turn this into an actual business? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? And yeah, because you know, it's that wasn't the goal of of the project in the first place. But is that something that you're considering doing just to get the experience? Um, with Bubble Ball, probably not. We're probably just going to release free updates, but we're probably going to release a game in the future that'll cost money. Um, well, can't you just even, even if Bubble Ball is going to be free, can't you put ads in it or something else like that? What's, well, we want to keep Bubble Ball free. We want to keep that one free. It's kind of, um, his gift to the world. Sure. Um, but we do plan on, on hopefully coming out with, um, apps that you would pay for and being a mom, I guess (laughs) my, my goal is eventually to come out with educational games you know games that would be fun for kids to learn from my son over here he's <laughs> he's giving me the look i think he wants to just make the games yeah. that are fun to play well you know i i'm interested <laughs> in making educational games it's always funny because i i'll talk to people and they'll be like yeah i want to make educational games for kids and then those are the one the, the games that are never fun and I, I guess that's i mean that's the concern because like you have a hit and that's awesome i guess you know so I mean, and isn't physics educational? Aren't these puzzle games educational? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? And when you say educational games, what did you have in mind? Like run, learning the numbers or ABCs or what? Well, um, I actually am gravitating towards maybe the older kids. And so maybe putting some sort of... Um, personally, I like to play geography games where they give you... Um, a question and then the the answers are structured so even if you maybe don't know exactly what the right answer is you can make a good guess and so as you're playing the game you learn from it and so 
that's what I personally like. Okay. And um, have you decided on, are, are you going to focus on updates now or, or are you going to start focusing on these other types of games? Well, we're going to do more updates for Bubble Ball. We really want to get a lot of levels onto it. So, it'll, you know, people can just download it and it'll be ready to go. And the people who already have it can get more levels. Um, but Robert's also working on some ideas for some new games. And, um, yeah, how are you going about developing new ideas? Like, what's, what's the process to come up with a, t a new type of game? Um. Well, personally, I think you just kind of think about what kind of games that you like to play and maybe perhaps maybe what kind of games you like to play that aren't out there. So you look at the ones that you do play and the ones that maybe you wish that were out there. And then from there, you can kind of um, do some brainstorming and come up with some ideas. So I hope that everybody who's out there listening... Um, go ahead and, and make those games. You know, the, the world will welcome them and we'll be glad to play them. You know, get your ideas out there. Yeah, um, you know, developing a game and releasing, releasing it to the App Store is an awesome learning experience. So I guess, are you, are you looking to, I mean, do you feel that, you know, running a business off of your apps, is that, is that a learning experience you're also maybe going to encourage yeah, with your I, son or is that or is that something that so my question is is sometimes when it's just for learning it's like oh if we turn it into a business it kind of kills that feel but at the same time the fact you know just getting that whole experience of hey developing an app learning how to sell it or market it and stuff like that is that even an experience that you feel could be important for your son well yes i think i have been considering you know like turning it into a business where he could make money yeah. from his games and then he could save it for college and other things that he needs. So yes, I have considered that. That and, that might be a useful spin-off, uh-huh. And um you know, what steps are you going to do to to make that happen? Well, I think marketing would be an important step, so I'll have to learn more about that. Okay. Um and Okay, but it's it's not the highest priority at this point. The highest priority might be just to release more levels and to develop new types of games. Yeah, right now it is a learning experience, as you say. Yeah. But we're not going to rule out, you know, having it be a business that earns money. Yeah. And so, what's next then for your? Do you have Do you have a name for your little studio? You know, your family app studio. Yeah, we're called <laughs> we're called Nay Games. Okay. So, you know, since there's more than one of us nay here that are working on it, we call it Nate Games. And, um, yeah, so what's next in store then for the, uh, for the nay studio, for the nay game studio? Well, like I mentioned, Robert is working on some new apps, and my educational games are still in the formulating stage because I have a lot of other things that I'm working on. But, but yeah, I think, it, you know, it's, it's a wonderful outlet for people to have these games and so and, yeah. and we're just excited to be a part of it and um you know how fast or when are you going to release your next product is it going to be in the next month or two because it seems like this game was started in late november it sounds like or something like that yeah and so i mean it was done relatively quickly so what's the what's the cycle what's the time timeline for these upcoming projects um i'll probably release one in two or three months, maybe. 
Okay, that that seems pretty long. Why why is it going to take longer this time? Well, the idea that I have now is a bit more complex and would take longer, but we'll see how long it really does take. Okay. And, you know, how are you improving or keeping your skills up? Are you checking out other games on iPhone and Android? Are you participating in the forum? And, you know, what are your goals with the games that you're doing? Like, you know, what would what would be awesome or what's the next, uh, yeah, where, where do you want to take this? Well, uh, he's handed the, he handed the mic over to me. Sure. Um, well, I, I just bought him Angry Birds because it was rated number one. And I thought, well, he should go play this game and let's see what's in it. He likes it. And we, we know a lot of people that do. And so, but yeah, we do try out different games. I will go and look on the app store and, and try to, you know, I figure, I mean, it sounds funny, but I figure it's kind of part of the homework to make yeah, a game. Yeah, absolutely. Is to That's- actually play the games. It's fun homework, though. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that concept of homework. What are other things that you're doing to, you know, make sure that you make awesome and fun games that people enjoy? Um, keep learning new features in Corona. Yeah. I'm so like, check out. Well, what's the latest feature you've learned in Corona? <laughs> um, well, there's a guy making a thing called Lime, where you can basically import tile maps into your Corona game. Yeah. So I've been playing around with that. Uh, so is your next game going to be, uh, like an isometric or a tile map game? Possibly. Um, and are you looking into, you know, some of these games, if you play them on mobile, it's kind of like a little online MMO or something else like that, where it's kind of like, Hey, you can play with other people. Like they have their own iPod touch and you have your own iPod touch or whatever, and you can play with them online. Is that something you're looking into or is that? Um, yeah, like what directions do you want to take your games into? Um, I'm probably not so much interested in like MMO games. Yeah. Um, like what what are the games that you're really interested in? Like what types of games? I like um, like little adventure puzzle games. And um, yeah, what other homework do you have to do then to to make sure that you're making fun games that people enjoy? Um, just keep improving my skills and um, get the latest Corona updates and read the documentation and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, so do you just, every day do you just read the documentation on Corona? Or, or yeah, like how, like how much time are you spending then uh, each day or each week just improving your skills and um, just understanding the whole uh, iPhone and Android space? Mm, I don't know. Because... When the when new features comes out, I'll look at the documentation. Like if I'm developing a game and like, hmm, I wonder how I do this, then I'll go look at the documentation. Sometimes I'll see other things that I study in there too. Okay. And um, are are any of your friends now looking to get into Corona to develop their own games, or or how's that working out? Um, one of my friends seems interested, and I told him about it the other day. Um. Great. And are you getting uh, feedback from your friends in school about, hey, you should fix this or improve this in, in your latest game, in your bubble ball game? Uh-huh. And what, what suggestions have they offered? Um, one kid said that the pieces are too small to pick up and that he also suggested a um, better menu system. Okay. 
Um, and so what do you do with that feedback? Are you going to actually implement that in the next update or, or how's that? What are your thoughts on that? Um, probably depends on how much work it would be and how useful it would actually be in the end result. Um, great. And so what, you know, any suggestions then from both of you for other parents and kids looking to uh, develop games or, yeah, you know, looking to create stuff and share it with other people in the world? Well, I think the Internet is a wonderful resource. You know, if you even just do like a Google search on something, you can pull up um, informational articles and, you know, the parents can go check out the different types of software uh, that make it easier to formulate the games. And, yeah, I just think the Internet is a wonderful resource and your podcast show is a wonderful resource too yeah um what about oh do you have a youtube video of your game i was going to mention that because i think i looked for one and i couldn't find it we don't have one but i wanted to do one i saw the little train one on there so we would like to do that maybe you can give us some suggestions later on how to <laughs> put, put that on on the yeah. web well you know you mentioned angry birds and i don't know did you see the youtube video uh, for angry birds where it's like there's kind of this little story around the whole Angry Birds concept. Um, I mean, is oh, that... Yeah, that the, the, that the pigs, they come and yeah, steal yeah, the eggs. exactly. Yeah, I think that was... I saw that. I think it was like in the game itself at oh, the really? beginning. Okay. So. Um, but yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so I mean, like, are you looking into... Because, you, you, you know, you have a game that people are obviously liking. So... You know, we did discuss marketing a little earlier. Are you looking into things like this to enhance the marketing and also be educational? You know, creating a little movie or even a little story around your game. I mean, that's that requires some skills that are definitely educational. Are you, like, is your studio looking into that? Well, we are open <laughs> to suggestions, and I think that's a wonderful one. You know, and, you know, when people do give us suggestions, like, yes, thank you. You know, because we want to improve it and make it better. And, yeah, that would be fun to have a little opening video to kind of maybe add a little more purpose to the whole thing. Okay. And um, now, you know, we've primarily talked about iPod Touch. Have you released it to Android or is that something that's going to happen in the future? For, for some um, of the listeners out there who are just, who don't have an iPhone. and Because I, I have an Android and I was trying to like, play the game but I couldn't find it on Android Market um, I have released it to Android Market so oh okay when did you do that like um, sometime last week yeah sometime last week I think okay maybe it's just like did you release it for Android 2.0 oh I think for Corona you need to actually release it for Android 2.1 right like you couldn't have done it for 1.6 or some of the older ones um, I think the option was like 2.0 or higher. Okay. So I think I just released it for that one. Okay. Um, yeah, so then any other last suggestions or, yeah, um, yeah, suggestions for students and kids out there wanting to make their own game? You know, because it, it, it takes a lot from just seeing a game that you play to, I mean, conceptually anyways, to just, you know, being in the, position of normally playing games to actually creating a game so yeah any last words or suggestions for that i would say just try it because if you want to then try it you never know you might end up with some number one game and 
and also find the tools that make it easy to make them, right? Or mm-hmm. okay, because Corona helped a lot with developing Bubble Ball. Yeah, and um, where can listeners out there find out more about your game and potentially download the game? Um, you can check out our website at naygames.com. Okay. And um, and for the audience out there, if they want to get it on their iPhone or iPad or Android, what should they look for in the App Store? Uh, just search for Bubble Ball. Okay. Is that, that one word, one word, or two words? Two words with a space in between. Great. Great. Um, you know, thanks again for your time. Uh, so we're talking with uh, some of the founders of Nay Games. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Thank you. Great. Take care. Bye. Bye.